0: Uh, hello, everybody. Welcome to this episode of the catch up. Um, I'm gonna be your host today. I'm Josh McGregor, I'm head of marketing at Salesfire. We're joined as always by our CEO, Rich Hemsworth. and we've got a very special guest this week. Um, we've got Callum McKeefrey with us, who is the CEO of the leading reviews platform, reviews.io. How are you doing, Colin?
1: Yeah, good, thank you.
0: Thanks for having me thank on, us. Josh. Can I just say I love those that 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 sweater?
1: The new hoodies. Yeah, they're this amazing. This is a demo one. This is a uh, sample that made up for us. Oh, new color. And it's got a very smooth badge on it. Oh, so, wow. That's amazing. Yeah. So we'd, we're just designing some new hoodies at the minute. Uh, nice. I did a thing last night on LinkedIn where we had, I think we had a new batch of 200 hoodies and they, they went within 32 minutes, all of them gone. Wow. Wow. Yeah. So you're moving Mad. out into um, fashion as well now. Yeah, I think so. i Think so. That's yeah, going to be good. They're really. I've, got, I've just had a quote for some tracksuit bottoms because everyone's wearing tracksuit bottoms. Yeah. And I'm thinking like the full tracksuit, like you know, mafia sort of style from <laughs> the eighties, <Yeah>. like velour, <laughs> like one of the Beastie oh, Boys. Velour bottoms, little zip. <laughs> And everyone can just work, like, real le- leisure suit type of thing. Rich, that's what we need. We need full full tracksuits. Yeah, full everyone food just food. walking around offices of agencies in just these full tracksuits. <laughs> that's like Wally or
0: something, that not it? That's like a view of the future when everyone's working from home. Just that's it. Everywhere, that's everywhere. it. Everyone's <laughs>
1: working right- I kept thinking, right, what can I do? Everyone's working from home. So I've got a couple of things in the pipeline. I've got a big, hopefully a big one next week uh, oh, nice. coming out. You Keep to and- for that. Then the track suit. Oh, that's amazing. Track suit. <laughs> so
0: how, think, so how, how, are, how are things going at the minute for reviews then? How, how have you found the
1: last um, the last year? No, it's a big question, but... Um... The, the, the biggest challenge for me has been that we weren't used to work from home mm-hmm. environments. So yeah. that, that's been, you know, we had developers who did, you know, they always did a couple of days at least in the office a week. And yeah. now they're fully remote. And I work on the product, team Mm -hmm. and just managing the developers working with the developers i feel like the output has slightly dropped um yeah from what we're doing and i think it's it's just been tough on a management side on revenue side it's been it's been okay um because we're in the sm sme space you know we we, we, you know we get squeezed a little bit when Mm -hmm. you know more more smaller businesses go out get Mm -hmm. hit And we've really tried to support those businesses by giving them, you know, free periods and everything else where that, you know, we're really trying to say, look, if you're struggling, talk to us and we'll, mm-hmm. we'll try and keep your head above water by, you know, giving you a payment holiday or anything like that. Just really trying to be helpful on that side. Um, but yeah, it's, it's it's been good. We've been quite lucky because we've been so spread out. We've got, Australia was very good throughout early on in the pandemic yeah when the uk was really struggling australia was very strong so that really helped us Mm -hmm. australia doesn't seem to be affected as much as the uk our business is still firing there like normal now Uh, or teams fully back in the office yeah america been hit Mm -hmm. pretty hard now Yeah. yeah like we're in california california got smashed so all the offices are remote there and Mm-hmm. I think yeah, from the outside you've got to change in. your strategy yeah. you, you guys know this I mean outbound is, is going to struggle because these people aren't in the offices and the telephone the numbers you have for cold mm-hmm. calling aren't the ones in people's offices Yeah, <laughs> homes so outbound's dead you've got to be good at inbound mm-hmm. um, Yeah.
2: the problem is with inbound it takes a while to wind up it's it's you know, yeah. it's it's yeah. slow yeah. thing to get progression on really it's a
1: much longer longer sales cycle mm-hmm. um you know that point to get them you've got to nurture a bit more yeah and you you've got to you've got to provide more information and you've got to provide good service i mean all i'm focusing on and i'm sure you guys are is looking after our clients at the minute i think yeah. from the
0: outside looking at your looking at reviews i think nurture there is a key word you brought up so i think in your space you are the guys who seem to be the ones who are looking out for the client first and foremost yeah 100 that very much that very much so comes across i think i think
2: yeah it's quite you've a nice times I mean, josh kind of like especially from the first uh lockdown the way a lot of the a lot of the big brands a lot of the big brands especially seem to have been kind of really missed the missed the target audience it's, it's like, been puzzling hasn't it
1: yeah massively massively you've got they, they, they're just taking the clients for granted. They're just taking these businesses for granted that they're always going to be their customers. And that, that's not the case. Yeah. You know, the, the market has evolved. It's evolved fast. Mm-hmm. And we're trying now to, you know, do things. And I'm sure you guys are, we're trying to develop things that are, and just give them away. Just, yeah, this will yeah. improve. Mm-hmm. But Let's not screw you and say, right now you've got to pay $500. Like I see some of the emails that, Clients get from other review providers, and it's like, by the way, you've got a price increase. It's three hundred percent, and if you don't like it, oh, sorry, you've already auto renewed. You've got to have it. Like, how tonally wrong is that? It, it, especially I mean, in the time I've like seen one from BT. BT sent me one the other day saying you got a price increase in in thirteen days, and I was like, what do you want? Oh, <laughs> like, There's no you get
2: away with it. You don't. You don't even. You don't kind of question because they're just such big entities. Yeah, you kind of you don't like it but you kind of go well it's just who's there to argue with
0: i think i think it's that thing about them being a big entity all of a sudden it's hang on where's the department for looking after people they forgot about that they forgot it's that they, just screw that was, people that's what it
1: is they're yeah. just intent they've got investors and all they're intent on is screwing the out, out, as much, squeezing out as much profit as possible yeah that's,
2: that's interesting what you're saying there because obviously we've we've not had we've not gone through rounds of funding you've you've basically you've done it all off your own back yeah So i think there's a big difference in the outlook of our companies compared to these yes. where they get investment now, i'm to be honest a lot of the time when the company says that they've had a round of they've had series a series b or whatever i was do you look at it as a big selling point to us, going oh look, this is this is how you know this is, this is Isn't how good we it are. Yeah, it's like it, it, is, just, we've just just raised fifteen million or whatever it might be, some ridiculous num- number. Yeah, but I look at it and go, right, you're under pressure. Then you're under
1: big pressure for sales. Yeah, they look at. It, they're just looking at sales as quick as possible to get to the next series of funding. The, the, your focus goes away. I mean, I, I very early in the early days of reviews, I, I did look at funding and my focus completely went off the business and went into funding Mm -hmm. and then I turned around and looked at the business and went well that we're not doing that great really really Really? I should be focusing my energies here
0: yeah
1: and one I didn't like the people I was talking to so I was like this is a you know I I actually don't like being in the room with you people so (laughs) I'm gonna I'm gonna walk away um I'll never forget. I was in a meeting in, in, uh, in, in Palo Alto and the guy was just looking out the window when I, I was talking to him. He didn't really have an understanding about what we were doing. And it was like, he really thought he was the smartest kid in the room and, yeah. and didn't even care what we were saying or doing. And I thought, if I take this guy's money, he's just going to throw a couple of hundred salespeople down and and yep. we're going to End up with pushing a crap product, having people who really should be selling used cars selling our product, and and mm-hmm. losing control. And I didn't want that. So literally, me and my wife, who's my co-founder, got in the elevator and was like, "That, nah, I think we're not going to take that. I think we just <laughs> wow. go on because, yeah, that's a that big call, a clue." That's the thing. I mean,
0: we're talking about the empathy of these these big companies. If somebody at the top who's meant to be setting that is like that, and is treating people like that, yeah, that 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 feed down. How's that? Be, all of a sudden, the sales team aren't going to have that. All of a sudden, yeah. the service aren't going to have that because they've been threatened
2: that way themselves. It's got to be affecting culture, the, the actual product itself. It's got to be yeah. a negative effect because I mean, we've we're very aware of what our rivals are doing, what they've developed, and. One of them, one of them's had about 15 million so far to date. And I genuinely don't know what the money's gone on. Yet. Yeah, that's
1: what I was going to say. What have they done with it?
2: Well, they're twice as old as us. i tell you what they've done. They've got a nice Sydney office. They've got a nice New York office. They've got a nice, you know, it's that type of thing where they're just, it's almost this bravado. And they probably are winning big, you know, like, like some blue chip clients off the back of it. But by and large, it just seems to go into just sales, sales and consultants. That's the other thing. Mm-hmm.
1: I I tweeted about the VC money, about 40% of it goes into.
2: I saw that. Yeah, that was. Back
1: into Amazon, Facebook and Google. Yeah. And you know, like then the Amazon, Facebook and Google indirectly or directly are in most funds. So they are just re pumping the money around going guys, you put this money out and then tell them to spend it back on our platforms. It seems to be the circle and. I mean, I'm sure not all are like that, but there, you know, the cynic in me is just going. That there's only one winner when all this money gets pulled out. Normally, it's not the company who's taking it. In the odd case when you get a, sm- a massive unicorn that goes from zero to hero in a short amount of time, yeah. But those are million to one shots, and yeah. you know, I we, I couldn't do that with reviews. I didn't want to do that. I wanted to create a sustainable business. Mm-hmm. That that lasted the test of time by having clients that wanted to stay with us, not because they were under contract, but because we were offered a good service. Yeah. And I wanted to do that. So my developers, when they were building the product, didn't get complacent. Yeah. And they thought, you know what, we've got to perform every month. because mm-hmm. We're going to lose that client. Yeah. And then we're not going to be able to, you know, it, it, you know, so like we've just, we just launched a brand new product widget. It's amazing. It 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 really is. It's three times faster than our old widget, and I'd say by far the fastest review widget in the industry. We've got some tests going on at the minute, and you know, speeds speeds important. Look at your search. Your search mm-hmm. is the fastest internal search I've seen on any site. And yeah, we have just given it as a free upgrade, and it and it, it should be yeah, should be, because the industry moves forward. Yeah, you you've got to continue to develop. Again, that seems to me to stem directly
0: again from having a focus on culture. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Like you got to yeah. think those guys, whoever sent that email to you from BT, they didn't get a branded tracksuit because the founder thought, do you know what, everyone's at home, everyone's in the sweats. Let's give them something. They never got that. They might get a, a gift card for somewhere yeah. random where someone just ticked the box and said, "We need to do this." Send a gift yeah. card. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think that's something we find quite important here as well, isn't it? Culturally, it's something we we try and protect quite fiercely at yeah.
2: times yeah I mean, it's have always, always had a good culture i think it i think it is good it's this it's this nervousness that I've always got where as we grow i mean we're through fifty one staff now i think and like I, it does weigh we on me that gradually become more of this corporate entity where you know everything's got you know everything's got a structure and a procedure and things it's about <laughs>
1: yeah. 70 when it starts to like 70 that's exactly the magic load <laughs> on itself and you see this thing go well, i don't even know who that person is yeah yeah you've got this tribe first of all you've got your your gang then you've got your tribe and when you go into your city you start having these going into hundreds you, you mm-hmm. if you've not got the right structure at 70 it's very difficult to go from 70 to 30 yeah that's um cool in any in any tech startup that we i definitely see that a lot and i have tried to level up by just learning about that and I, you know that, that's all you can do is just keep learning from everyone's mistakes read every book and every podcast and just yeah. keep pushing forward
2: yeah that's the, that's the territory i feel so we're in now where it's a bit like we're into we're into unknown territory a little bit it's almost like i guess it's it's not been it's I'm not going to say it was easy, but like I feel like there's a there's there's been a fairly common sense roadmap to get to where yeah. we are now. Yeah. Things have yeah. everything branches off. It's like that branch has so many tweaks on it, and there's there's more, you know, there's more things just spawn off all the time. Like mm-hmm.
1: one one thing I noticed as we scaled, you couldn't you couldn't communicate in the same way because yeah. the, People you're communicating don't know you as well, Rich. And yes. You're going to get this. You're, you're going to get that when you say things to your original team, they will act in a certain way because they get you, they get your personality. So when you're saying, oh, well, that's that's okay. Yeah. Y- your original team know that what you're really meaning is, at ah, shit, go yeah. and redo it. I know that. <laughs> yeah, I've seen that first, yeah. And so <laughs> y- you... But as you get bigger and you turn around and you say, "Well, eh, that's okay," like, the that developer goes, sound <laughs> it's okay. Fuck it, you know what I <laughs> mean?" And nothing. So, so what I, what are, the only thing. That, so what I've been trying to do and in, in change this because my original four or five developers, and my original team, they, they get me and they go. Yeah, he really didn't like that. Was, <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. shit, we've got to go back to the drawing board. And then my the, the, the new people go, oh, man, that's not right. So at some point you've got to go and work on your communication and you've got to be really, really candid with the, the, mm-hmm. the people and you've got to go, yeah. that's shit. You know, you've got to tell everybody directly, no... Oh, it can be interpreted this way or can be interpreted yeah, that way. I
2: think it's getting to the point as well. I'm always guilty of of kind of fluffing around things. Like I don't want to yeah. bend on, I don't want it to have a knock on effect or whatever. So I'll kind of fluff around it and gradually almost like selling an idea <laughs> to someone. That's what the time of there. fear that, that that takes up doing that. And then what happens is it comes back to haunt you quite often.
1: Yeah. Because, you know, because now you own the problem. That's the problem, that's the thing. That yeah, that is, that because the you've problem. sold it. That is very interesting. You own the problem now.
0: Yeah.
1: Because you're the person who sold it to them. <laughs> so, yep. what, what, there's one really good book in this space, um, Radical Candor. Um, I forget who writes it. It's written by. Uh, we'll put the links in the comments. I think she was at through. Facebook. I think she was at Facebook with Cheryl Sandberg. Um, really, really good book. It's on Audible. Um, and it just talks about how, when Facebook was growing, what Sheryl Sandberg did and what what they were doing, that they had to change their communication to be forthright. And um, it really, it's massively helped me. Mm -hmm. And I know it's a well-rated book. So I'd recommend that one to you, Rich. Definitely. Radical Candor. Give it a go. Kim
2: Scott. Kim Scott. Um, Keelan's just... You got it. So... Like how, how has your business been overall? overall? Ours has been, um, I guess, it's been for So we've grown month on month, but we're used to growing. I mean, in our first year, we grew from, I think, we got to 400K. Then we went to just a couple of grand shy of a million. Yeah. And then this next year, we'll probably hit about 1.5, but um, financial year end end of June. Uh, so we'll probably hit about 1.5, but the frustration's there because we're all set up and geared up to to go through two and a half at least yeah. uh, this year. So it's just it's it's what you touched on before. It was the outbound stuff. So the outbound is not as successful. You cannot get hold of people. They're working from home. and Things. The it was the, it's the whole decision making structure from a, from a prospect side is mm. kind of disabled. Um, You've got the the directors busy looking after the shops or whatever and w- worrying about when they're they're turning around and they're going to open again, yeah yeah trying to balance the books and negotiate things you've got brexit and 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 yeah. products stuck with customs in france or wherever it might be and they've got all these things going on you've got your e-commerce manager who's they've got their own um their own their own issues that they're dealing with at the moment You've got the finance guy with different issues. And basically the, the connective, those connective decisions are not, they're not really being they've been put off to a, yeah. to a little bit. But when we noticed when we came out of lockdown last time, the last two times I, I guess, we, we had record months. Our biggest ever month, it's usually completely dead for us, uh, was December. So we had our yeah. Yeah. We had record, we, it was our record month in November. It was our record month in February, just before we went into the, the lockdown last year then we came back out of it had the record month in november and then i think december actually was our second it was just slightly behind
1: mm-hmm. uh, yeah that's. i mean
2: but yeah. then back in <laughs> again you know we're back into this whole process again where it's almost like we're, we're filling up the pipeline with conversations and yeah. hopefully release coming it's, coming back out again when
0: people are thinking about survival rather than optimization i feel like right At- now people are thinking just getting through the next day when whereas we're yeah. watching op- optimization platforms you know what i mean it's people that, that's not where their focus is right now yeah
2: i kind of agree on that well, they should be looking at this they should be looking at like making the most of what the traffic is if anything that's that's right. what
1: i was going to say that they should be trying to squeeze to to squeeze every bit of revenue out of their site so their cpa is less yeah that's what we do it's about you you know the companies have got to focus on their cost per acquisitions and get that number down Mm because if you can get that number down and get revenue up you you've got a good business Mm -hmm. whereas if you just you're just burning ad cash or well you're burning cash Mm -hmm. if you're you're cpa and you're not converting you're burning cash that's it now is an
2: ideal time for it because everyone's kind of winding back the budgets a little bit in terms of their ad spend because it's not christmas we haven't really got yeah mad you know, occasions at the moment so um everyone reins it back it's a good opportunity to fine tune that to then grow again because you're yeah. going to feel the benefits of that as you as you grow yeah. Yeah.
0: again it, touching back on what we discussed earlier regarding the brands that sort of didn't know how to communicate through these periods the, the, the brands that have flown I've, i'll count reviews as part of this as well are the ones that kept the noise up if not even that they actually were noisier do you know what i mean yeah Yes. Yeah, we made a
1: concerted effort. We, we and Tom discussed really early on. Tom's our CLO in in Australia and, and globally, but he's in Australia. Um, We made a real concerted effort that not one, not to go quiet; mm-hmm. two, not to rain any budget back. Even yeah. double down if, in 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 many cases. We've doubled down.
2: Yeah.
1: You know, we we. We, we were like, should we close our Germany office? Because Germany's a new market. We'd only just gone into it. We were two months in. We mm-hmm. actually cut a cost and we went, no, let's, if we, if we believe in the brand and we believe in the long term, why, why are you doing that? So we did. We doubled down and we kept, you know, pedal on the gas sort of thing. And don't get me wrong, I, 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 we were burning more cash. Mm-hmm. We, 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 we were less profitable, but probably, you know, we hope on the other end, it'll come out and be like, actually, we've kept our brand up in, yeah. in, in consumers' eyes, in our clients' eyes. You know, we're not, the difference between us and Trustpilot is, Trustpilot had 200 odd million investment and threw it all at, at marketing. And, you know, they were paying they pay to get on te- people, people's TV adverts and they
2: yeah.
1: that's really worked for them. But we're bootstrapped. I can't go to somebody is 300 grand, if you put my advert, put my banner on your advert, mm-hmm. you know, we just can't do it. So we've, we focused our, our efforts on other ways, you know, Yeah. and we actually see Trustpilot less and less as a competitor, you know, okay. they're, they're less and less, but, you know, I can't, I can't describe how much we, we, we don't see them, anymore i know i talk about them a lot i talk about them because they're you know they've they've done some what looks to be some really shady things and i think if even if i wasn't in the review space Mm -hmm. and i was doing another business i'd still be talking about this because it's shady as hell if this is true what they've been doing